Hello, and welcome to the Woodard Report podcast, where we empower business advisors to transform businesses. This podcast is your source for information and news you need for your accounting, bookkeeping, or tax practice. And it is proudly sponsored by Expensify, the expense management app that does it all for every business. For more information about Expensify, please visit woodard.com slash podcast. And now your hosts, Joe Woodard and Heather Satterley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Woodard Report podcast. I am so excited to welcome my good friends and amazing human, Ingrid Edstrom, the priestess of profits and the co-founder of the Accounting Alchemy Network. Ingrid, thank you so much for stopping in to chat today. Thanks so much for having me, Heather. This is really fun. I'm excited. Yeah. So you launched something really remarkable last year. Um, with your your friend and colleague, Matthew Hagem, uh, the Accounting Alchemy Network. Can you kind of let our listeners know just a little bit about what is the vision of AAN? What were you looking to accomplish? And then, yeah, let's just start there. Yeah. So it was actually a year before last, because here we're recording this just after the turn of the year. Right, <laughs> so- right. Matthew and I came up with this idea in um, September of 2021, and then we launched it in March of 2022. So it took us about six months to really kind of get things going. And when we launched it in March of 2022, we did a very soft launch and just started inviting people to come and join the conversation, you know, a couple at a time. And we haven't been trying to grow it really quickly um, because we're trying to just, it's, it's very experimental and trying to just keep the conversations, um, on track with, with the vision that we're working to create. The accounting alchemy network is a movement within the accounting profession that is working to turn accounting into a vehicle for positive change in our world. Um, a lot of our society's dominant constructs around money and finance in particular, um, our capitalist economy and a lot of our governance systems and political systems are not supporting our lives effectively, at least not the lives of most of us. And they're, they're extractive of our peoples and exploitative of our resources and our planet. And we're trying to create opportunities to make it so that the work that we do as accountants can be part of the values that we want to live in our lives rather than setting aside our deeply held values and beliefs and going to work during the day and trying to, you know, just sort of do something to make money to, to live and survive in this crazy world. How about we shift it to make it so that our work is supporting and creating the change that we want to see in the world. And so we're having the conversations in the Accounting Alchemy Network around what might that look like? And those conversations so far are fascinating and really exciting. That is really exciting and definitely something that I think just being in, you know, the finance industry, you know, our, our piece of it as accountants, you it's so focused on on money right and and material things and in our lives there's so much so much more to that that's a really kind of a small piece but it affects everything so i think it's fantastic so 
can are you able to share like some of the big takeaways or aha moments that you've experienced since you and Matthew have started the network and some of the conversations that you've had? There's so much. I mean, it's, <laughs> I think Matthew actually said it best just a handful of months ago. Um, he, he was doing a bit of personal vision casting. He came to me and said, so I've realized that the Accounting Alchemy Network is my North Star. That that is is what shows me that I am on track and doing the right things. And um, I think that that says a lot. And just seeing how it has become such a big part of our lives, even though it's not monetized. This is not something that we created as a business and plan to make big bucks through. We are doing this because... It's, it's like an itch that has to be scratched. We have to. It is singing to our deepest purpose in this world. And we're learning so much through this process and working to invite others to come and learn with us. Um, that's one of the reasons why we established it as a decentralized leadership model so that anyone can come in and be the change that they want to see in the world. We have our kind of founding documents that are the cultural template of how we want to make sure that we're treating people, that we want to be able to make sure that everyone's being treated in effective, well ways. And at the same time, we recognize that the diversity of perspectives in the room is to be seen as an asset, not something to be argued over. And so when people disagree, that's great. That's how we learn and grow. So long as we're disagreeing kindly, (laughs) (laughs) So we want to make sure that we're following those those cultural um, focuses. But outside of that, bringing in all of the different experiences, viewpoints, and trying to figure out what does it look like for us to live and work together effectively? Because we're all on this little planet together. How do we do Mm -hmm. this better? And how do we leverage our unique role as accounting professionals to do that better? Now you guys, you you guys uh, offer, and you've done this several times um, since you've launched the Accounting Alchemy Network. You have a partnership with, I don't know if partnership's the right word, so um, correct me if if that's not right. But with the Pachimama Pachamama Alliance, there's a curriculum which I've been through, um, and uh, I've actually. I, I started going through it once, and then I started going through it twice. And I haven't quite finished it yet, but it's really remarkable. Can you speak a little bit to the purpose of that curriculum and why you 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 want to make that available to our community? Yeah, our collaboration with the Pachamama Alliance is unofficial. We haven't signed any kind of partnership agreement or anything. Nonetheless, I will evangelize about the Pachamama Alliance <laughs> anytime I get the chance because um, Pachamama is a fantastic organization, um, 501c3 nonprofit that started about 25 years ago, founded by Lynn and Bill Twist. Um, and it, originally, when the Pachamama Alliance was founded, the focus was to support indigenous peoples in South America to protect their ancestral homelands from extractive industries. So we're talking about the Amazon headwaters, you know, just the source of pretty much all of our world's rainfall and those important things. And over the course of the last 25 years, the organization has evolved in its mission to be doing that as well as really being our world's leading 
educational organization on environmental and social justice activism. And so as we're talking about being the change that we want to see in the world within the accounting profession, one of the big things that I learned and was inspired by the first time that I took the curriculum that you're referring to, Heather, is called the Game Changer Intensive. It's an eight-week course that is offered for free by donation to the Pachamama Alliance. So anyone can go through it. And if you're able to contribute, great. And if you're not, there is no barrier to entry. And they do a fantastic job in this eight-week course of demonstrating how social justice and environmental issues are inextricably intertwined to create what they refer to as climate justice issues. And it's really amazing and fascinating when we dive in and learn about all of these things to see how the climate crisis and our environmental issues are impacting the most marginalized peoples in our world, particularly peoples of color, peoples in the global South, that we are extracting resources from some areas of the world to fuel the lives of people in other areas of the world. So that there's throwaway stuff, as if there's some place called away where that stuff goes, but also throwaway people, throwaway species, throwaway areas of the world. And we often do this, these actions without awareness of what the consequences are and just learning about, huh, what, what are the unnoticed consequences of some of the choices that I'm making that can maybe inspire us to make different choices and really look at what are the choices that I'm making? Because the willful blindness isn't helping us. And as I was going through that program the first time, I really saw very clearly something that they don't mention deeply in the Game Changer Intensive, which is how our financial narratives and economic narratives are inextricably intertwined with those environmental and social justice issues as well. And so I saw right away where we as accounting professionals can be making huge positive change in the world by recognizing the impact of our financial narratives. And if we think about our role as accountants, we're kind of the stewards of the narrative of money and finance in our society. And the current story that our society is telling is a story that is extractive of our planet and exploitative of our peoples. We've been taught from a very young age that in order to survive in this world, we just have to say, well, that's just how it is. Um, it's like Lynn Twist talks about in her fantastic book, The Soul of Money. She talks about the three toxic myths, the first of which being that there's just not enough. There's not enough to go around. Where did we learn that? Who taught us that? The second one being that more is better, that, you know, if, if some of something is good, that more of something is better and, you know, that there couldn't possibly ever be enough. So we have to keep getting more, more, more. And that sets us up in a competition zero-sum game where in order to win, somebody else has to lose. And so we find ourselves building this armor of stuff and of money as if somehow that's going to create meaning in our lives. Charles Eisenstein said it really well. He said, the purpose of life is not to just survive in maximum security and comfort. The purpose of life is to create 
what is beautiful to us. And I like to add and share it with others. Mm. So the three toxic myths, there isn't enough, more is better. And then the third one is that's just the way it is. There isn't anything we can do about it. So we just need to suck it up and try to survive in this rat race. But when we start questioning those three toxic myths, we can start to see that there's more to life than that, that we don't have to sacrifice our deeply held values and beliefs on the altar of profit, that we can create ways of surviving and even thriving in our businesses and in our economy by supporting each other and our planet in a full circle economy that has more meaning and takes care of everyone and everything. And all we have to do is start asking the right questions and trying. And that's what we're really working to do. So I've learned a lot from the Game Changer Intensive. And that's one of the reasons why we started offering the Game Changer Intensive's curriculum through the Accounting Alchemy Network so that we go through the curriculum together as a cohort of accountants asking the question of how does this apply to the accounting profession and how can we leverage our work as accounting professionals to create the change that we want to see in the world and to change the narrative around money and finance and economy to be regenerative rather than extractive and exploitative. That's, I mean, what a tall order. And it, you know, upon when you first look at it, Ingrid, and you're looking at it, it's like the accounting industry, but wait, <laughs> we're about profit, right? You know, when you think about profit, you think about that's, and, and, and that's really the story that our society has told us that in order to have profit, you've got to take advantage where you can, right? You've got to find those places where you can reduce expense, um, buy it cheap, sell it high, right? You know, those types of things. And so really what you're talking about here is going down to a human level to say, no, you know, there aren't different rules in finance and accounting from the rest of our lives, of our spiritual selves, of our family, of our community. Like you're right. It's completely intertwined and we have to treat it as such. So, um, you know, our, 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 our colleague, um, Robina Benyon, you know, she's a, a money coach. I adore her. Uh, you know, she talks a lot about our relationship with money. And it, again, she's coming down to the same premise that it's not just, it's, first of all, you have to look beyond what society has taught us is reality, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that you have to write that own story, you know, your own story and, and interpret it your way and then act accordingly. But the first thing you have to do is step out of the safety of ignorance, right? Because it's very safe to be sitting here, you know, they say ignorance is bliss, right? And so as soon as you step out of that zone where you start looking at these issues and looking at the reality of the impact of the decisions that we make somewhat flippantly, and I'm speaking from experience, right? Um, it, it, It hurts. It hurts to think that you can cause that much damage to, you know, to the planet, to another person, to another society based on things that really weren't important to you to begin with. So I love that. And that was the biggest takeaway that I had um, from, which I think is the whole point (laughs) from the Game Changer Extensive was, you know, everything 
everything, every decision, I think you said this, you didn't say it today, but I remember, I think you're the one who said this, that every decision that you make has that ripple effect. And, you know, it, it may not be important to you, but you can bet that someone else, it's important to someone else on the other receiving end of this. So, and I think you said it, I know you said it much more eloquently than <laughs> But that was an important thing. And it's, 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 it's so important that we look at that. It's just, it's, it's crucial that we yeah. step outside and we look at that um, because we will never see change if we all stay in that, that little bubble of, of ignorance. I love that. And I love that you brought up Rabina because Rabina is one of the guests that we've had actually we on, on our not quite podcast. We have a YouTube channel. Everything we do in the accounting alchemy is free. So we're using all the free resources right now. <laughs> um, and we have regular conversations with guests and with each other. Sometimes with just everybody in the accounting alchemy network coming together to have an amazing conversation on a topic. And we got to talk with Rabina on um, one of these conversations that we call Lyceums. And we named these conversations Lyceum after the venue where Socrates and Plato and their compatriots used to get together and philosophize and debate and even argue as a form of education. That venue was called Lyceum. And so we're trying to bring back that practice of having diversity of views in the room seen as a positive thing. And um, yeah, if, if anyone wants to go check out the episode um, with Rabina Benyon, you can find that on our YouTube channel. And I also love, um, you were you were talking about that, um, that ignorance is bliss. And I think that that harkens back to the willful blindness that I was mentioning just a moment ago. And it reminded me of one of my favorite quotes from Reverend Deborah Johnson, who's one of the people who um, you can meet her in a video in the Game Changer Intensive. And she talks about how pain pushes until vision pulls. Pain pushes until vision pulls. Mm. And that place of ignorance of, is bliss, of willful blindness, where we can sit in this place of quietly sacrificing our values doing harm to ourselves and others and just kind of keeping our heads down in this quiet pain, feeling like we know something is wrong and at the same time afraid of change until we find something that's better that says, oh, that, it doesn't have to be this way. And that's what we're working to create is a beacon of hope and light where we can talk about these things from a place of grounded optimism and make it fun, make it beautiful. Let this change that we're trying to create be joyful. So often talking about some of the big issues in our world around climate change and gun violence and political divisiveness, things like that, and just needing to heal these things in our world. It seems so big that it can be daunting and overwhelming for any of us to think we can do anything about it. And at the same time, when we get together as a collective and start talking about the possibilities, it is amazing how much we can accomplish and how much meaning and joy it brings into our lives by just living those values. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And and having someone else to talk about it and res- you know, have that reflect back to you and be able to take those ideas and feelings and validate them and then take them to the next level to action, right? Is just that's where the magic happens. Yeah. You know, we, we saw that at Appy Camp in 2022. We had that exercise where we asked what if, right? And there were no holds barred. We had some really great conversations, but we asked us some really incredible things that came out of, of those conversations that happened in one night. And it it's so true that it just starts with asking those questions and allowing yourself to step out of that comfort zone to really consider. Um, what's happening and then taking the next step towards action. Yeah. One of my favorite conversations that we're having in Accounting Alchemy started at Camp because we got together around a table saying, what if, and the question that was posed was, what What if we could leverage our role as accountants to shift something in the world? What, we want, what would we want to shift? Mm-hmm. And someone brought up the need for better childcare for accounting professionals who are parents and that has led, that's expanded beyond just parents and childcare focus to how do we create more humane workplaces? Mm. What does that look like? How do we make it so that people don't have to sacrifice their lives for the job? What if tax season didn't have to be hell? <laughs> what if we could work sane hours? And, and what if working too much wasn't seen as some kind of merit badge? What if we right. could shift all of that? And we are having those what if conversations and they're fascinating. And we've started collaborating with other organizations such as the Globally Conscious Leader and the Humane Leadership Institute. Um, we even had a, a B Corp advisor come on and talk with us. Like, And these conversations are recorded and available online if people want to catch the replays. Like, We're learning so much And these are conversations that we want to continue to have ongoing of what does it look like to create more humane workplaces for all of us? That's, yeah, it's just amazing to watch for sure. Now, another project that you you worked on this past year was was with Jeanne Etienne. And you guys ran a program that was called the Jedi program. Can you tell us about that? I participated in it. It was very meaningful to me. And I really appreciated, all of us did, appreciated you doing that for us and with us. Um, But I'd love to have you share about that project. Yeah. So um, for anyone who doesn't know the amazing Jana Etienne, Jana is a diversity, equity, inclusion educator within the accounting profession. And I feel so honored and privileged to get to work with Jana on this amazing project. Um, JEDI, in this case, is an acronym. It stands for Justice, Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion. And we're working to make it so that the DEI education is not just a compliance box to check in a corporate environment where people say, oh, do we have to go and talk about how to treat each other nicely? Really? We've got to do this thing again. That is not the best attitude to approach the kind of cultural change that we're needing to see in our world. And so we're taking a different approach and really going about it from the perspective of what does it look like to create workplaces where everyone gets to feel belonging? What does it look like to create 
equity truly in our workplaces? What does it look like for us to normalize conversations about race in particular, but also about other spectrums in our world that are often marginalized, ignored? So it could be gender diversity, sexuality, religion. There are so many ways in which we other each other and create divisiveness. And that is not effective in our workplaces. How can we make it so that each of us can feel safe showing up in our full miraculous selves in our workplaces and have the full expression of our identities, whatever those identities might be, be celebrated and to celebrate that diversity and create true belonging for everyone and create equity in pay and time off and everything else that we all need in more humane workplaces. Justice, equity, diversity, inclusion is one of what we've started calling our five pillars in the Accounting Alchemy Network. Um, And we talk about each of these in a recent video that we released going through our entire playbook. So if anyone's interested in how to get involved, hey, we just released a playbook on how to get involved. The five pillars um, are humane governance, economics and money story, wealth, but in this case, we spell wealth, W-E-L-L-T-H, which is Mm. the sum of our well-being. And that can be learned about in a fantastic new book by a friend of mine, Carrie Taylor, called One Living System. And then justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion is one of our pillars. And then planet and climate is, is the fifth pillar. And we've found that while these five pillars are all kind of intertwined, once again, um, most of the conversations that we're having end up falling into one or more of those categories. And so those have become the educational focuses that we're really honing in on. And the program around Jedi training that you just mentioned, Heather, we got to pilot that in the last handful of months with a select group of people that Jana and I were confident would be able to handle those conversations effectively because it's edgy stuff. This is big emotional edge work. And it went really well. We all learned a lot. It seemed like we all came out of those conversations um, having gained a lot of perspective and learning how to talk about race and belonging in more effective ways. And so now Janai and I are in the kind of after action review phase of that learning experience of, okay, we did this thing. Now, how can we make it even better and put it out there for more essentially public consumption? What would that look like to create a safe space where people can sign up and join and participate in these conversations. And if anyone listening to this podcast is interested, please feel free to reach out to me. If that's something that you're interested in, we'd be happy to put you on a wait list to make sure that you get the notification when we are getting ready to launch the next one, because it was a transformative experience. And it was, it it really was. And and the, the way it was facilitated was, um, was remarkable in the sense that the, you know, setting the ground, the space, you created the space, right? And I think that's super important when you're talking, I mean, talking about anything, but talking about those super impactful, um, possible polarizing conversations to set the ground rules. And I love how you, 
you you brought that forth as far as you you had code words and you had um you really gave everybody the ability to be heard or not be heard if that wasn't something that was comfortable for them and it was very there was a lot of empathy and love in the room which was fantastic so i really really enjoyed it i was i was sad because i was traveling the last the last couple of meetings and i wasn't able to make it but it was lovely. You were traveling in amazing places and you also had a wedding and all kinds of stuff going on. Yes, I did, but it was fantastic. So what's coming up in 2024? I can only imagine all the amazing things you have lined up um, for the Accounting Alchemy Network. Um, Do you have any uh, guests or lyceums that you're really excited about that you want to share with our listeners? Yeah, we've got a couple things coming up. So one thing I'm really excited about in January is we're having our first, what we're calling mobilizer call, where some of the more active members in the network are getting together to plan. What do we want to create? And that way it's not just founder led. We're trying to create this as a decentralized leadership model, more sociocratic and encouraging people to step forward in leadership roles and say what they're looking for and then go ahead and create it and supporting others in stepping forward. And what does that look like? So if anyone is interested in hitting the ground running, you're welcome to come and join us on that call. We would love to have you there. Um, And another Lyceum that I'm very excited about, Kevin Bayok from Lyft Economy is going to be joining us for a Lyceum in February. And Lyft Economy has a fantastic um, alternative MBA program. So looking at essentially a, a, you know, master's in business, but from a more regenerative lens and learning about all of the different business things that they don't teach in a standard MBA program in college. How can we go about business differently? And I'm really, really excited to learn more about this program and it's just in time for their registration, um, which is coming up in March. They're launching their next program. So we get to learn about it. And then hopefully maybe some of our members can participate in this alternative MBA program if you're interested and have time. We're also launching another round of the Game Changer Intensive. The registration deadline for that is January 14th. So just 10 days away. I'm not sure how fast this podcast gets out after it's recorded. Um, <laughs> But yeah, if anyone's interested in coming and joining us for the next Game Changer Intensive, we'd love to have you for that. And if you missed this one, we will be doing another one later in the year. But there's always so many amazing things that we're doing and just getting on the newsletter and hearing about what's coming up. Everything we do in the Accounting Alchemy Network is free or by donation to one of our nonprofit allies. That's fantastic. And uh, I certainly will drop the links in the uh, listener notes um, so that you can find access for all of this amazingness that's that that you're bringing into the world, Ingrid. I mean, you really are an extraordinary person, and your vision and leadership in our industry is just it. It has been remarkable. You you are doing some Aww. really incredible Thanks. things, and it, it makes my heart very very warm and find myself a little awestruck sometimes. So, <laughs> well, I'm pretty awestruck on you too, Heather. So, <laughs> in good company here. <laughs> 
Well, this has been fantastic. And I am excited um, for everything you're doing. I, I'm really excited to be part of it. And any way we can help to support you here at Woodard, you know, you have Joe and I's heart and the rest of our team here. So um, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Thanks so much for having me. This was great. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us and you have a wonderful day. We'll see you again next time. Thank you for joining us. For more information, please visit woodard.com slash podcast.